Alvin here from the Success Unscrambled podcast. And today's episode, I'm so very excited today um, because the topic I'm going to looking at today is all around um, the idea of becoming a location independent entrepreneur. So are you one of those who is thinking about becoming a location independent entrepreneur? Well, I think you will kind of agree with me that it is quite difficult to understand every step um, of what is involved in becoming a location independent entrepreneur uh, because it's obviously not as clear cut for everyone. It depends on, you know, uh, what sort of skills you have available, what countries you want to go to, um, the amount of budget you have available, uh, if you want to do it in an RV or just travel, um, uh, using obviously flights or boats, if you want to travel on your own or with family, it can be quite confusing and absolute uh, minefield. But the good news I have for you today is I'm going to cover over 101 must-haves, shortcuts, tips, tricks, hacks, you name it, in this podcast. So it will be a bit lengthy. I promise not to rush it. I'll take my time. Um, and as you can imagine, the problem uh, with a lot of businesses and entrepreneurs uh, is that they struggle with um, taking the idea from conception all the way to actually establishing their virtual business especially because there are so many gaps in the information that's available at the moment because it's it's no it's fairly new okay it might be four or five maybe ten years old but um the documentation that's available there for example there are courses available in how to become a travel blogger and travel the world but if you're not interested in becoming a travel blogger Obviously, you might want to take some of the things and adapt it, but some of the things will not be relevant to you at all um, if you want to become, for example, uh, a virtual video editor, for example. Um, so before I run ahead of myself, because I could be really talking over your head, you probably have no idea what I'm referring to. So let's pause for a moment and define what is a location-independent entrepreneur. So a location-independent entrepreneur is someone who um, is like an ordinary entrepreneur or someone who wants to start a business or become an entrepreneur, but um, they want to do it with um, virtually. So they don't want to be um, solely grounded in one location. They want to be able to travel the world while being an entrepreneur. So their business is virtual and they can run it from anywhere in the world. I hope that makes sense. All right. So 11 ways to become a location-independent entrepreneur. Now, this list of 11 is not exhaustive. It's just um, a short list because I don't want to sort of um, overwhelm you with so many different ideas that you, you have no idea um, where to start and you become stuck and you suffer from what we call um, uh, paralysis, paralysis analysis. Um, so... I'm just giving you a, a sort of 11 just to start the wheels turning in your head um, and you can sort of then add on to that list as I go through this podcast today. So you'll need obviously to offer 
a product or service as an entrepreneur, because that's what business is all about. You be offering some sort of a service or a product to a consumer or another business and taking payment and then delivering that service or product. Obviously, you need to market that product and service first before, you know, so, so that your potential clients can become aware of it. So as an entrepreneur, you need clients, ability to make a payment, ability to deliver the product and service that you're offering. So here's the list of 11 that I can think of. So first of all, you can create a website, just an ordinary website, and then offer your product and service there. Uh, it could be a blog, for example, so you can come up a blogger. It doesn't have to be a travel blogger. It can be just a lifestyle blogger um, where you involve everything from what you're doing, what you're eating, where you're visiting, etc. Um, and you can use the, the, the blog to build authority uh, in your particular niche. You can start an e-commerce website using things like Shopify or WooCommerce. And you just set up that particular website and start selling your, your products on that. It could be um, info products as well. It doesn't have to be actual physical products because physical products would involve, well, it could do drop shipping as well. It doesn't have to be like you have to store it somewhere. You can launch a course. I become a tutor in that particular course. Um, your audience will then go through step-by-step um, what they need to do to or to uh, achieve that particular transformation. You can start with just a Facebook group. So say, for example, you have absolutely no resources available and you want to become a location independent entrepreneur, you can start a Facebook group for free and build your uh, tribe there. And then from there, you can start selling the products and services. You can build an e an email list. So once you have the website all set up, you can... Um, Ask people to join, for example, a VIP list where they can get special discounts on the services that you offer. You can build a community of fans. So the community doesn't have to be on a Facebook group. It could be a forum, for example. Uh, it could be um, a group on LinkedIn. Uh, so there are many different platforms out there. The one that, I, that comes to mind straight away is Patreon. I don't know if you've ever heard about it, but I'll include that in the show notes as well where you can actually, um, it comes from the word pa uh, patron. And what it is, is you can um, build up um, a community of followers who would pay you monthly um, so the subs uh, subscription fee of maybe $5. And uh, you tell them, okay, if you pay $5, you'll be able to do um, to get access to these particular resources I have available. If you pay $100, this is what you get, etc., etc. So it's all under patreon.com. You then can do something like info products. I sort of mentioned this earlier, but the cool thing about this is you can actually um, write a book, for example, an ebook, and you can have it published on somewhere like Smashwords uh, or on KDP, King, the Kindle um, publishing uh, from Amazon, and, and sell those books there. So there are many courses available on how you can do that. I myself published my first book, I think it was in 20, 2007, and then another one in 2009. But I soon discovered that I didn't want to do it anymore because I needed to update the books every year. Um, so something for you to consider. I'm not saying don't do it. I'm just saying you need to consider how often your e-books need to be updated. 
you can also build a membership site. So uh, if you uh, discover a market where people, you, you can supply people with, for example, um, uh, say, for example, relationship-related products. So they want to learn how to date after being, after divorce or after, uh, or long-distance relationships or something like that. You can have a relationship website um, offering people um, different levels of products. So you can start with an ebook and then um, give them some sort of an online course and then take them to a, a mastermind group and they become better and better and then take them away to a retreat, for example. Uh, then you have subscription platform. So subscription covers a very wide variety of things. I don't know if you're aware of this, but now the, the thing that is actually taking the world by storm is um, subscription packages or subscription boxes. So you can get a beauty box or a baby box or um, a cosmetics box or a, a clothing box. You know, there's so many different things. I think Trunk Club is the one, one of the early starters in this. And shaveclub.com, I think it was called, where you can get razors suitable for, that will actually give you a clean shave every month. You get a brand new razor in the, in the box, along with shave cream, etc. So you can actually have a subscription service with those subscription boxes, or you can actually have software available where you can um, offer people a bit of software every month whether it be a CRM software or any kind of software that you can give them every month to help them um, achieve their goals as a business. The last on the list then I have here is investing. Uh, so you can invest in stocks and shares. And if it is something that you want to do, you can do trades every day or sell the trades every month or every 90 days and then um, come up before things crash, etc. if that is your calling. But as you can see, I said, this list is not exhaustive, but it actually gets you thinking of your current skills and, and skill sets that you have available that you can actually then uh, use and to become what we call a virtual entrepreneur or location independent entrepreneur. Um, so without having to go and set up your own store or uh, bricks and mortar um, store or office, you can do this from anywhere in the world. All right. So those are the, the sort of mediums or the, the sort of um, things that you set up to help you provide your products and services online. So right now I'm going to dive into about a, a bit about careers and uh, all these kind of virtual careers that you have available. So you might have the site, but you don't know exactly what skill set you can use um, to offer to your clients and your clients or audience. Um, so here are some uh, 16 different virtual careers that you can use as a uh, local location independent and entrepreneur. You will of course need to decide, um, you can decide of it from two different ways. If you have, you're talented in a lot of areas like I am, you can decide to um, find out what your purpose and passion is first um, and then decide which career path you want to go down. So there are so many different choices available from coaching to consulting and to everything in between. Um, I did a blog post previously on um, finding out what your passion and purpose is and I even have a 
resource available on how to find your ideal client. So you can go whichever way you want. I also had a post that outlined how to start a blog. Um, I actually have a course available on how to start a, a blog if that's something you're interested in. So spend some time looking at your purpose and passion before diving into the careers. And while you're doing that, I can go through these um, 16 uh, career options that I came up with. So you can decide if you fall into any of these particular ca categories. Um, so here's the short list. So consultant. So if you have experience, for example, in product management, project management, marketing, you can offer your services as a consultant. That obviously isn't, again, that this isn't exhaustive, but it sort of gets you thinking about, you know, what you can do, what you can, what you currently have that you can tra transition into this new lifestyle. You can even become a speaker. So if you enjoy public speaking and you, by speaking, you can help people to transform their lives, you may want to consider um, becoming a paid speaker. Uh, you can also become a coach. So unlike a consultant, a speaker coach would be on a sort of a one-to-one -one basis. And I, I have met so many different coaches. I think it's probably the in thing at the moment where everybody wants to become a coach, whether it be a health coach, a marriage coach, um, a baby coach, et cetera, et cetera, parenting, should I say parenting coach, um, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So you can decide to become a life coach, career coach, you know, uh, even a resume coach to people to sort of um, do their resume. Um, but at least that gives you an idea or even a business coach. So if you have experience and you're like a serial entrepreneur, you may want to become a business coach. A virtual assistant. So you may have a lot of experience as an administrative assistant for exec executive um, offices. You may want to transition those skills into becoming an executive uh, virtual assistant, helping businesses run their day-to-day -day lives, calendar management, email management, blog writing, copywriting, marketing, etc. You can do all of those, setting up calendars, answering phones, that kind of fun stuff. Or you can become an online business manager, which is similar to a virtual assistant, but except it takes it to a whole new level of project management. So you manage specific projects. A proofreader is number six on the list. Um, so if you absolutely love English and grammar and love correcting people's English and grammar, you might want to consider proofreading. It's an absolutely amazing career. People want um, other people to want to finish writing a document for other people to other, another person to go through and proofread it because it's another set of eyes in that document um, and there are a lot of jobs available as proofreaders at the moment and doesn't, it doesn't necessarily have to be a job but people are looking for uh, to outsource that um, that sort of uh, task to somebody else um, transcriptionist so you can um at the moment with the, the, the world going crazy about video and the fact that 80% of videos that is watched are on mobile devices are on mobile devices and they are watched without sound. So what people need to do then is to take those videos and get them transcribed so that you can actually uh, read the words in the videos called captions. So a lot of people need people to write uh, captions for their videos 
So if you know of any business that is big into videos and they have not invested in captions for their videos yet, and you are very good at listening to videos and writing out the um, associated uh, audio files that goes with those, then by all means, um, consider becoming a transcriptionist. One of the most popular websites that hire transcriptionists, just one of them, uh, is called ref.com, and there are many others out there. So do your research and, and see if that's something that you would like to do. Now, you have to be passionate about this, listen to an audio uh, press stop, write down what it said, and then rewind and then keep going. You really have to be, you know, willing to do something like that. Next up, we have sponsored posts. Um, and all it is really, it's just like blog writing blogs, but except that you, um, the ones that you're writing on your site, um, advertisers and marketers are paying you to write this, um, to write, uh, for example, a review on a specific pr uh, product. So it's just called sponsored, sponsored post. So someone is paying you to write um, a particular blog post on your site. Uh, writers. Oh boy, the world is, uh, the more advanced we become in technology is the more we need people to write. You can become, for example, a New York uh, bestseller, or maybe you just want to write for other people, become a ghostwriter, for example. Um, but nearly everywhere you go, people are looking for people to write for them. You can become an influencer. So you can start your own Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, um, or Pinterest account and gain as many followers as possible, even YouTube, and become an influencer. And then people will pay you to advertise their product to your audience. Um, and there is no, sh there is currently a shortage of, sort shortage of influencers. Um, just pick a niche and decide, you know, which one is in high demand or which one do you think you're comfortable becoming? And off you go. Big brands will then contact you to, um, you know, to advertise to your following. You can become a social media marketer. And as the name suggests, you, what you do then is work with companies to market um, their businesses, especially small businesses, um, on places like Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Pinterest, Instagram, etc. You can become a funnel hacker. You'll be thinking, what is a funnel hacker? Well, basically, um, it is an area of digital marketing where, for example, um, first let me start with what a funnel is. So, for example, you go to a website and you see something that you like that they're offering for free, you enter your email address. And that is what we call the top of the funnel. So at the top of the funnel, you go down, you put in an email address and then they send an email out to you and then they offer you something else, maybe something they bought to buy. And then there's an upsell and then there's a retreat and, you know, all of that is part of the whole funnel. And if you absolutely love um, tweaking funnels and getting higher conversion rates and landing pages and split testing and all of that, then you might be a very good funnel hacker. Copywriting. Oh my goodness. One of the more, one of the highest paying jobs on the market at the moment are copywriters. And um, yeah, they are high in high demand. And Unlike a writer, copywriters are those that write things like sales pages and email emails from email marketing, etc. So you must have a, a, a real knack for understanding the psychology of the buyer um, in order to become a copywriter. And there are again many courses available out there. So if you want want to become a copywriter, feel free to look at the courses available. Uh, programmer. 
So if you're great at um, code, whether it be um, C++ or Java um, or any of the more modern ones out there, by all means, you can develop a business software for companies. It's in high demand. Actually, the one that is in a lot of demand at the moment is um, uh, Facebook, uh, Facebook uh, bots, messenger bots. Facebook Messenger bots. So if you're really good at Facebook Messenger bots, please, by all means, uh, there's a high demand for those at the moment and something that you want to consider um, engaging in and becoming. And number 15 on the list is podcaster. So that's what I'm doing right now. If it is you love, um, you know, giving, uh, creating audio files that people can download and listen to, um, you know, create information then you can become one of those and you can get um, generate revenue from advertising um, as well as uh, upgrade your listeners to uh, mastermind courses or just ordinary courses or any kind of uh, retreats, etc. And then uh, last, okay, it's not last on my list. I actually have 17. Uh, I have a video editor who's next number 16 on the list. Um, so if it is you absolutely enjoy taking videos in its raw form and making them a masterpiece, then this might be something you want to consider doing. And then obviously last on the list, then number 17 is the affiliate marketer. I explained this in my podcast last week, who affiliate marketers are. So check out the link in the show notes um, to go over that because I'm not going to cover that again in this podcast today. Ooh, and that was a big list of 17 um different career types that you can get involved in and as you can imagine that's not exhaustive list there are so many other things that i haven't even spoken of on there um, but if you are interested in becoming a location independent uh, entrepreneur consultant coach etc then feel free to um you know research more into those different careers that you have available there if it is you wanted to start a blog and you didn't actually have a chance to um, start one, you just don't have the time, um, feel free to become, um, to take advantage of one of my v VIP VA services where I have done for you blogs, done for you Facebook pages, done for you social media marketing services, as well as Pinterest account management uh, available. I have the link included in the show notes as well. Take a look at um, the, the ones I have there and you can get a discount once you sign up as a VIP member and get 10% off your first purchase. So next up, we have 10 ways that you can, can succeed as a location independent entrepreneur. The whole idea of becoming um, location uh, independent is so very attractive with so many people. Um, it is not a walk in the park, but with sufficient planning and research, you can actually get, uh, get a chance to pull this particular one off. And if you are one of my uh, regular listeners, you know I always talk about this topic uh, a lot, which is mindset. So like I said, um, becoming a location-independent entrepreneur is not a walk in the park, and it would require you to have a certain mindset if it is you want to become successful uh, in starting a business, uh, that a virtual business, because, um, like I said, it's not a straightforward. It's not a part that um, that is what you call mainstream. Um, there are a lot of courses out there will teach you how to do it, um, but a lot of the courses then 
uh, specific to certain niches. So do your research um, and, and decide for yourself, this is going to be difficult and, you know, put in the work, get, uh, get rid of the wood roadblocks, um, get the help that you need, etc. Have the right mindset going into it if you want to be successful. Another thing you need to consider is passion and purpose. So I've always been talking about this as well. If it is you um, are unhappy in a certain career or doing a certain thing, then there's no point in trying to develop a, a business around it if you're not really happy uh, doing it. I love doing podcasting, for example. Here I am a whole year later still podcasting away uh, because it's something I absolutely enjoy. And it's not something I was available when I was a child. I was available as a mainstream thing as a child, but now that's available uh, and becoming more and more mainstream. If you want to become a podcaster, man, feel free. Um, next thing then on the list then is um, ideal client. You need to know who your client is. You can have the best idea in the world, decide it's your passion and purpose, have the correct mindset. But if you don't understand your client, then it's a whole waste of time. So spend some time sitting down and figuring out who your ideal client is. Um, and once you know who they are, what their struggles they're facing, where they spend their time online, or what their shopping habits are, then you would um, be successful um, in your, uh, your quest to become a location independent entrepreneur. Knowing what the problem and the solution is. So understanding your audience, um, you know, what, what they're struggling with, what the problem is, what the, what, what, is, what the, okay, so we have problems, right? So the problem could be, I've got a back pain, for example. And you're probably already aware of this. I don't know if you're a chiropractor or whatever, but a back pain could be so many different things. What you need to do is to delve deeper and deeper into the pain, the, the, the problem that the client is facing, all the associated symptoms. So it could be headaches, it could be lack of sleep, it could be, you know, dwell, spend more time on the problem. And the more time you spend on the problem is the more the client will feel the need for a solution. I know there's probably a better way to explain this to you, but in all my years of um, in the business world, if you the more time you spend with the client outlining their problem or their pain, it's the more eager they are to get uh, out their credit card and pay you for that particular solution. Next thing you need to do then is build authority in your niche. So you can do that through a blog or through um, actually writing on other people's uh, blogs. So you can do some really cool guest blogging. You can um, blog on a, a popular platform like LinkedIn or Medium. Um, but yeah, you, it is, is one of the best ways to um, gain traction in the market quickly is by building authority. Um, highlighting the problem, so spend more time on the problem from different angles. Spend time where the client hangs out. So if the client hangs out on Twitter or Facebook or LinkedIn or Instagram, spend time wherever you you know your client is hanging out, and you know the likelihood of you of the client recognizing you and your skill set and how you can help them solve the problem. Uh, the higher the probability because, you know, you are spending time where they are. Um, if, if it is that you don't have time to create a website, 
and you have the resources available to pay for something like a landing page as well as for traffic, then your next best bet then will be to have a landing page created. And you can use something like leadpages.net, create a landing page, um, drive traffic to that landing page and get your first set of, say, 10 clients, uh, especially if you're a coach or consultant. Um, you want to start a campaign with objectives. So it's not enough to just create a landing page and then drive traffic to the landing page. You must have objectives. Um, so say, for example, I will drive, I will pay $500 to drive traffic to this landing page and I'm willing to pay X amount, say 60 cents for a lead. Um, and it depends on your niche, obviously, because it could be $2 a lead, depending on what you're using with Google AdWords or Facebook ads. And the objective is, say, for example, you offer them a freebie. And from that freebie, you're going to have a tripwire where you're going to upsell them something. So it must be a real planned out campaign. You can't just go, um, you know, unplanned and spend that money because it would be all wasted and you wouldn't get a return on your investment. Number 10 on the list is analytics. So you need to track everything. So whether you're running paid traffic or free traffic um, to a website or to whatever it is you're running it to, you need to track everything. Because you don't, if you just do it for a whole year and you're not tracking everything, you don't know what's working, you don't know what people are interested in, then you've just wasted a whole year of your life. So from day one, putting all the different tracking systems that you need, whether it be Google Analytics, Facebook Pixels, Pinterest Pixels, um, you get the idea. Just put in everything that you need to track how your um, your business is progressing, especially the market, your marketing efforts. Uh, even with social media, you can track the clicks that you're getting, um, which ones are getting most engagement, what are, what are people mostly interested in. And again, this list is not exhaustive, but it just gives you um, a, a good idea as to what you need to do to go from A to B, um, especially when it comes to understanding your client, uh, your ideal client and understanding your passion and purpose in life. So next up, we have uh, companies that are offering location-independent jobs. So one of the things you might want to do uh, part-time is get a location-independent job while you're building your location-independent business, which is fine. And here are 10 companies that you want to consider. Uh, first on my list is Envision. Next up, we have Crossover. We've got Shopify, Buffer, Test.io, Amazon, Apple, IBM, Mulesoft, and Google. All of them are offering directly. This is not indirect now. This is not places where you can go and find jobs from other places, but this is a way you can go directly to their site and you will see that they offer um, remote jobs. And some of them you can do it part-time while you're working your business part-time. So you can see that the list has a few popular names and some of them not familiar to yourself, but that's fine. You just go on ahead and find them in Google and um, yeah, see if you can pick up any jobs in the meantime. Now, in the meantime, as you know, if it is you are not in any of those, within any of those companies, there are um, job sites available where you can actually go and find a wider range of location independent jobs. So those are the specific companies. So here are places where you can go and find these jobs. Um, 
You can also obviously join groups where potential clients hang out and groups on places like Facebook or, um, Facebook or LinkedIn where you can hang out and answer questions and then over time build trust. And then they, when they, when they are ready to hire someone out or source their work, they can, um, remember what, you, you know, that you are someone that they trust and they can offer you the job then. All right. So here are those 13 people or 13 places, should I say? So you have guru.com remote.com, LinkedIn, obviously a very popular place to go and look for jobs, uh, virtual job boards. So there are a lot of virtual job boards available uh, in places like Facebook. Um, you just type it into Google and you'll have a whole lot of them coming up there. I think it's hiremymom.com and then the mom project is another one that are virtual uh, job boards. You've got people per hour, Appen, that's A-P-P-E-N, Appen. They offer um, remote jobs as well uh, for different companies. So they are not hiring it directly for themselves, but they they find companies. So once you sign up with them, they find companies that need your, your skills that are available. So si do sign up even if you don't find something that you can do with them. Facebook groups, lots of Facebook groups available. Craigslist. Um, blogs paying for sponsored posts or sponsored posts, lots of them available. Um, I will include a link um, uh, in the show notes where there are like probably 20 plus places paying people to write sponsored posts or paying people to put sponsored posts on their blogs. Uh, WeWorkRemotely.com. I'll say it again. WeWorkRemotely.com jobspresso.com so that's j-o-b-s-p-r-e-s-s-o.com skipthedrive.com upwork i know this one is not very good there's a lot of people who have negative reviews about upwork and some people have positive reviews so i just included there anyway just in case you get lucky fiverr.com and then we have the muse that's the m-u-s-e the muse.com Oh, that's a big list. Actually, that's 15. I thought it was 13, but it's actually 15 um, companies or boards on the list where you can go and find where companies are looking for remote workers to undergo tasks for them. So let's find, spend some time figuring out the kind of resources that you would need as a location independent entrepreneur to um, help you boost your income. So one of the resources that I say over and over again is social media, social media marketing. Um, and this particular resource actually would help you because it's very, very, very good for um, uh, market research. So if it is, you've got this brilliant idea that you want to say, for example, um, create a product. It could be that you're an inventor or you're doing a subscription box or uh, you're offering some other product or service and you want to test to see what the feedback is on that particular product or service before you you go mainstream and create a whole lot of them or just create the product itself. Um, it's also very good, by the way, for social media for doing what we call beta testing. So say, for example, you want to create a course. Before you create a course, you can say, go to social media um, groups like Facebook groups, etc., and say, 
um, would you be interested in um, t taking part in this free course and giving me feedback on how you think it went? All right, so I have 11 of them on my list. So Facebook, like I mentioned, is very good, a great platform to get feedback for between 25 and 65 year olds and even older. Medium is a great place if it is you write an article and you come up with some sort of, a, I don't know, if, um, a workbook or something and you can stick that on Medium and uh, or even a blueprint. Very good for blueprints. Um, if you want to get feedback on your blueprint, great site for building an authority. Instagram goes without saying, great for 18 to 24 year olds. Um, and say, for example, you want to show them a video of something that you want to bring out, you can get feedback there. YouTube, very similar, um, except YouTube covers a very broad market from 13 year olds to, I guess, 65 year olds. Um, but you can do what you call video demos just to glean from the audience what they think, if it's a useful product or service, based on the feedback you get there, you can decide whether to put the product to market or not. Pinterest, very good um, female audience. Um, a lot of planners hang out on Pinterest where they plan to buy a particular product or great for DIY, finance, anybody interested in finance and budgeting, frugal living, that kind of a thing, very good. Snapchat, ooh, great for 13 to, 20, 13 to 24 year olds. Um, a lot of branded companies are sort of starting to use Snapchat at the moment to um, clean um, sort of followers for their brand. Uh, Twitter, um, great for if it is you want to um, keep your audience updated on how, what is happening in your business. Um, and you can also grow your network on this particular platform. Reddit, um, it's one of those those ones I don't really understand, but it's very, very popular. Quora, great if it is you want to ask questions and see what the answers available on the market. And if there aren't any answers, maybe you are onto something. Or if it is there are questions being asked and not being answered, a great place to go and do some market research on there. Uh, Periscope, another good one for videos. Uh, forums. So no forums, not a lot of people are creating forums at the moment, but the forums that are there, you can actually go through the forums and search and see which questions people are asking, um, etc. Another good one, actually, that I've actually forgot to include in the show notes is Amazon reviews. So you go to Amazon reviews, say for example, and you're looking at a competing product in the market that you want to bring out, whether it be a book or an actual physical product or an ebook or whatever it is, and look and see what the people um, said about what they what they felt about you know the book, what was missing, etc. Especially take a look at the bad reviews, and when you bring out your own product, then just make sure you do much better than the most um, competitive product there on Amazon. All right. Ooh, I know this podcast is going to be a little bit longer than usual because I've got so many resources, and I think I'm only halfway through it. So right now we're going to look at 18 productivity tools or apps for the location independent entrepreneur. And as you can imagine, you escape your nine to five, leave your corporate job. And the last thing you want to do is be bogged down by having to do a lot of manual tasks. So I decided to include all sorts of really cool productivity tools or apps that you can use in your business 
to ensure that you remain efficient and still spend time doing what it is you love doing best, whether it be surfing, swimming, skydiving, etc. All right, so first up in the list we have is Trello, very good tool for project management and workflows. They even have these things called power-ups that you can power up the Trello boards. Um, you can go to Trello.com and learn more about that. Buffer, very good, great little tool for scheduling social media content over a week or month or say three months quarterly. You can um, schedule posts to Twitter, LinkedIn, Pinterest, Instagram, and Facebook pages. Smarter Q is a similar one to Buffer, except that it is very good for what we call um, reposting old content. So it, it automatically recues uh, your old blog posts for you uh, without your interfering with it. Tailwind app, one of my favorite apps that I use for scheduling um, content to Pinterest. Uh, you can sign up for one month free trial. I have left a link in the show notes. Evernote, I don't know if you've ever used it before. You've probably used it in your corporate life, but remember it's really good for um, I actually use it to um, write out blog posts um, because it's really good. You have it on your on your um, laptop and you can have it on your phone as well. And great for writing down ideas. Canva, canva.com, great tool for creating only images for social media. Uh, also good for creating workbooks, checklists, planners, cheat sheets, etc. PicMonkey, very similar to Canva except it's a paid version. Uh, although Canva recently brought out uh, 2.0 and it's uh, been a little bit scary because it doesn't seem to have all the free features available. So uh, use Canva while, it, while it's still free. Google Docs, as everyone probably know by now, they offer spreadsheets with processing presentation surveys and a storage drive. Asana, um, another great um, project management tool, very similar to Trello in terms of uh, the functionality. Well, yeah, what it, what it gives you or what's available. But I love it more than Trello because it's so much more aesthetically pleasing to the eyes. And I just find it easier to use and it integrates with Slack and it's just easier. I don't know. Airtable, another one that is similar to uh, Asana and Trello, but uh, Airtable gives you a lot more templates that you can actually use to get ahead of um your competition because they just have you know all of it already set out and it gives, actually gives you much more fun functionality than the other two. Planoli it's a really great uh, tool for mapping out your Instagram account um, in advance so you can stay within brand in terms of your color palettes uh, and fonts. Crowdfire another good tool for scheduling posts it connects to your WordPress blog, to Pinterest, to all the different social media platforms. And it also helps you build your um, your Twitter following. Uh, Tweepy, similar to Crowdfire, but the difference is, and I just find Tweepy a little bit more, especially the free version, gives you a lot, a lot more functionality and visibility compared to Crowdfire. Uh, Leadpages.net. I know I mentioned this earlier, but just in case you missed it, very good tool for building out landing pages, especially if you need um, a landing page with a timer on it. Lead Pages offers you this. Unfortunately, I think you only get 14 days free, so it's um, it's not a free tool. But uh, if you need to build landing pages really fast, really attractive, high converting landing pages, then Lead Pages is your um, go-to tool. Turbo Scan. So. Once you're a location independent entrepreneur, nobody has time or space or 
resources available to have printer, scanner, and all that set up because obviously you're traveling a lot. So TurboScan would be your go-to app that allows you to scan in any sort of document or anything. Um, and, and once you scan it in using this um, app, it converts it into a PDF for you so that you can save it for future um, reference. ConvertKit, um, very good tool for bloggers to build your social, your sorry, your email marketing campaigns and collect email addresses. Uh, Grammarly, if you've never used it before, it's a great tool for helping you with grammar and making sure that your um, blog posts or any sort of content that you're writing online uh, or even offline, because they've got a desktop version, it actually helps you um, reduce the amount of mistakes or errors that you have in your content. And then finally, we have MailerLite. It's very similar to ConvertKit, except it gives you your first 1,000 subscribers free. And it comes with uh, attractive landing pages that is prettier than ConvertKit and uh, even comes with countdown timers. I don't really like it because all of the MailerLite pages have the same domain. Um, but, you know, if it is you are on a bootstrap budget, then MailerLite is the one you need to go with. All right. Yeah, nearly there, guys. Outsourcing a project, projects. So you might get to the point where you realize that you have so much going on and you need someone to help you. You need to outsource um, your particular projects. No problem at all. You can outsource your non-core non tasks like graphic design, blog writing, copywriting, etc. Um, and there are seven places where you can do that. You can do it on Upwork, on Fiverr. Um, you can outsource it to VAs. Um, VA groups on Facebook, college students, marketing agencies, and college graduates. You can learn as well from these uh, top 19 experts. So I will include a link there that um, you have 19 experts telling you the best way to build out your remote teams. Um, you also have the ability to get 10% off your first purchase purchase with my VIP VA, VA services. I left the link there in the show notes. So the juice that everybody wants to know, where are the best countries or the best location independent countries or best location independent cities um, to um, run your business? And I have a list of 10 and I've included links to um, resources as well. So I'll go through that list. Um, of, I guess they can call them safe havens. Some of them offering you lots of sunshine um, and lots of other um, things like low cost of living, etc. So number number one on my list, by the way, before I go to number one on my list, this list is not in any particular order. So number one on my list is not necessarily cheapest or anything like that. I've just put them down as I found them. So Portugal is number one on my list. A lovely destination. Everyone loves it because you get over 300 days of sunshine, 300 days a year of sunshine. And I've included a link to find out more about Portugal there. Indonesia, a lot of people like to go to Bali, etc. Uh, some people want to stay away from Bali because it's getting more and more expensive. Um, but a lot of entrepreneurs love to go to Indonesia because of its low cost and great food and nice um, nightlife. Thailand, obviously, would have to be on that list. As you can imagine, everyone keeps talking about Thailand being a really good place to go. Um, might want to stay away from Bangkok and go to the more sort of quiet regions. Great cheap food as well. 
Um, the cost of living is just, I've been there probably three, four times at this point. The cost of living is amazing. I just, I'm just surprised. I have included a link there as well. Germany, this one has come up in so many different lists. Many people say Berlin is a great place to um, run your, uh, your business there. Malaysia is on the list. I've been there as well. Great, great location. How uh, cheap you can find really cheap low cost hotels. Um, so I stayed, for example, in Southeast Asia for three weeks, uh, and I spent um, a lot of time in Malaysia with uh, Kuala Lumpur being my central hub. Uh, you can get everything that the big city can offer, and then you can obviously move out into sort of the more quieter regions. Great, lovely people. Czech Republic, um, you can check out the facts about it in the link in the show notes. Vietnam, been there as well. Crazy, crazy city in terms of traffic but a cost of living again very surprisingly low great beaches etc lovely people um you can find out more information about saigon there in the link philippines i've heard mixed reaction about philippines but i decided to include it there they said it's not very good for families but very good for single single travelers or i guess couples but not very good for families uh the philippines costa rica is on the list number nine um, becoming more and more popular because it, retirees and lots of digital nomads hang out there. I've included a link so you can find out more about that there. Bulgaria, another cool European destination. I've included a link to find out more about that there. So one of the things that you need to know as a location independent entrepreneur, of course, you probably already know this, but just in case you didn't, is you would need to um, ensure that you're legally compliant no matter where you go. And some of them actually need you to set up what we call an e-residency. So um, just to make sure you're not evading tax or getting into trouble with any of the governments, etc. So I've included two links in the show notes there. One is called Flag Theory and the other one is called e-residency with uh, Leapin. So take a look at those two and you might want to sign up for e-residency where they take care of all of those sort of uh, legal impl implications for you. Um, but the link anyway is in the show notes because I don't want to spend too much time on that. I don't want the podcast to be too long. All right. So our next on the list is the actual course of maintaining and location uh, independent lifestyle. Okay. So some things you want to consider in terms of costs and budgets. I have uh, 10 things on the list here. Things like internet access. I was traveling once upon a time, I think it was in BA, and in one of their magazines, they had a a gadget where you can get internet access anywhere in the world for, t I think it was $10 a day. And you might think, oh my goodness, that's expensive. But you don't have to, it's not a, it's not a contract where you have to pay $10 a day. You can top it up whenever whenever you want. The thing is, I can't find a resource anywhere, but I'm sure if you Google it, you're able to find it that gives you internet access anywhere in the world. Now think about that for a second, how difficult it is to get internet access. So the places that, for example, where you go to an accommodation that doesn't have internet access and you're out in the sticks or camping or whatever, you can use this particular gadget for that. So do have a look at that and the cost implica implications. A laptop, obviously, if you're doing a laptop lifestyle, you need to have a laptop. Um, I would tend to insure my laptop. So something I would suggest you do as well. So just in case it got stolen or broken or whatever, you can get a replace in a hurry. Um, accommodation goes without saying. You need to live somewhere as a location independent entrepreneur. And the prices range from 800 to 
um, $37.50 a month um, for accommodation. And it depends on if you're traveling alone or with family. Food, I decided not to put a price tag on that because, for example, in Thailand, you can get food for as low as um, a meal for two for five dollars, five US dollars, or even less, two dollars, between two and three dollars, depending on where you go. Um, or places, obviously, you can get obviously a meal for ten dollars, uh, depending on if it is you're going to somewhere like probably Berlin. So that is a huge price range um, when you think about when it comes to food. But it's something that you want to put on your list and consider what is the cost of food, and can you do it any cheaper? Insurance, just general insurance. Um, you want to make sure you have health insurance, life insurance, all organized, uh, especially for possible emergencies. And prices can range from twelve hundred to three hundred. Three, sorry, from twelve hundred to three thousand five hundred a year. Marketing is something that you want to consider. It's the lifeblood of your business. Depending on if you're just starting off, so if you want to do things obviously on your own manually, you can use platforms like um, Pinterest. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn to do your marketing at no extra cost, just it will cost you time. But you want to maybe budget for a minimum of $500 a month for marketing. Web properties. Ooh. So if you decide, for example, that you don't want to set up a website, you're just going to use a landing page and a, um, a email marketing provider. So email marketing provider will set you back $30 unless you use MailerLite. And then the landing page for probably about $45. You're probably looking at $100 a month for um, your web property. Or if it is your site to set up your own blog, the hosting is um, can range from $10 to $50 a month. You can get higher prices than that, obviously. Plus your email marketing um, provider. Um, and if you're paying for a theme, a WordPress theme, etc. I have included a link because I've written about WordPress hosting a while back. I've included a link to that. So you can go and decide which um, WordPress hosting site is best for you. A CRM. So if it is that you are dealing where you have clients, you would want to put them inside of a CRM solution, a, con a, a customer relationship management solution. And the popular ones among um, freelancers and virtual assistants are, is Anco. And Dubsado. So I've included a link to Dubsado because that one is probably a little bit more difficult to find in terms of the spelling. But Anko is a popular one. And I think Fiverr bought them recently. So I just think it I don't I don't think it's available for people outside of the US. That's a new problem with Anko. But at least I've included a couple of options there. Travel, this goes without saying. If it is you want to become a location independent entrepreneur, you will have to cater or, or budget at least for travel. So setting aside a budget for traveling is a must. And then software. So any kind of software outside of those that I've mentioned there, you want to make sure you consider whether it be software to actually, for example, editing videos, editing podcasts, um, creating content, etc. You want to um, cater for uh, budget for the software that you need to get your job done or to deliver your, your services or products to your customers. And that brings me to the end of all of the resources available for a location independent entrepreneur. Oh, that was a lot. Um, I hope you found it absolutely useful. And it's over to you. What has been your experience 
what sort of comments or questions that you, you have that you would like to share with us. Let us know, you know, what sort of questions you have, what has been experienced, which countries are best, any kind of resource that you think is absolutely amazing. Do um, share it with us. Remember to subscribe to the podcast because next week I have another amazing surprise for you. Um, and you only know if you subscribe to the podcast uh, to get notified. Uh, in case you missed it, I covered how to become an entrepreneur a few weeks back, as well as high paying affiliate programs, I think it was last week, and then productivity apps, which you'd find useful um, for you as an entrepreneur. If you need help setting up your marketing plan, remember to have a look at the services I have for an offer. And I also offer the Pinterest account management. But most importantly, if you want to get VIP membership of my VIP VA services, uh, remember to subscribe and get 10% discount off your first purchase. Okay, until next time, enjoy the rest of your day and the rest of your week. Bye for now.